You are listening to Cockchip Newsletter Speaks, the podcast. This is Series 6, Episode number 12, for uh, Tuesday, January the 30th. January the 30th already? Jesus, 2024. Wow, time flies when you're uh, uh, heading towards Armageddon. J.J. Sefton is here, uh, along with my good friend, co-host, co-blogger, and friend, CBD. CBD, how are you, sir? I'm doing just fucking peachy. This is, you know, our, our country is is rapidly descending into insanity. Um, you know, hard on the heels of a of a, a pretty damning um, bunch of evidence showing that the United Nations UNRWA is essentially a terrorist enabler uh, in the West Bank and Gaza. Um, the drooling fucking idiot that we have uh, pretending to be the president of the United States appoints a, a a former UNRWA official as director of NSC intelligence. This guy's a Palestinian. Uh, his, I mean, it's it's simply unbelievable that that we have people who are dedicated to the destruction of the United States in in positions of real power. This is not some hack position uh, that you know pays him a couple hundred grand a year and then and he goes and plays golf three times a week. This is a real powerful influential position um and and by the way just to make it even worse um i am un, i am sure that this man has access his name is maher al bitar um he has access to significant intelligence and if anybody believes that that intelligence isn't going to leak um back out into the rest of the world you're nuts Absolutely. I mean, I like to call the guy Meyer just to see his head explode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Jewish. But in any event, you know, CBD, you're right. And and I would take it a step further. It's like, I don't think him being there is necessarily an outlier. And I guess it's it, this this goes with our with our argument of is it, is it ideologically driven incompetence or is it the incompetence that drives the ideology or, or a combination of both? To me, the left Democrats, whether they are Palestinian or native born Palestinian, quote unquote, or native born or whatever, they want America destroyed, whether it's from within or from without or using the forces from without to get us from within and, and everywhere in between. I mean, Joe Biden himself you know, er opening the border and erasing it is an intentional act of treason. And I mean that in, in the dictionary definition of the word treason, because he is endangering the citizenry of this country and flooding us with people which we have, which we have no idea who they are or where they're coming from and why they're here, and they will ultimately mean to do us harm, either by crime or by acts of terrorism, such as from the Middle East. But but to your point about about this BTAR guy, yeah, I mean, they have a, he has access to, to all sorts of sensitive information that he could use theoretically in, the, in a time of war, which we seem to be having the drumbeats for going to war with Iran, which is, you know, it's, it's nuts. Uh, there's that. Plus the fact that if he doesn't have that information, I guarantee you that there is somebody like him in the Defense Department and anywhere else in the CIA or, the, or wherever it might be who gladly funnel him any and all information that he needs to funnel off to Hamas, to the Iranian uh, Revolutionary Guard Corps or whoever, who will do us harm, whether over there or with an open border somewhere here uh, in the territorial USA. Well, that's one of the points that I was sort of one of the points that I made in um, this my morning bleh, 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 this morning's article <laughs> that I wrote on Ace of Spades, um, and that is that you know traditionally the United United States has had a State Department that was uh, you know anti-Semitic, um, but this is the sort of appointment that broadens that anti-Semitism, which of course uh, 
effortlessly morphs into anti-Western, anti-American, anti-Israel tones. Um, and, and that's what's going on. We, we, we are expanding the traditional anti-Semitism of the State Department into the entire government. And the deep state is becoming more and more anti-Semitic, anti-Western, anti-Israel, anti-American. And that is a harbinger of doom for the United States. And it is we can see it right now. Um, you know, we, we have uh, thousands of servicemen throughout the Middle East and they're being sniped at by Iran and we're doing nothing. You know, uh, it, it's it's astounding that we are not responding to the to the deaths of of three servicemen. Uh, what was just a couple of days ago in Jordan, um, there should be vast swaths of Iran and their proxies in Syria and Lebanon and elsewhere that are glowing perhaps not glowing I'm, I'm being histrionic but they should be smoldering and about half a meter off the ground uh, that we have not responded forcefully is an offense to the people of the united states of america who have provided the treasure and the blood to protect this country for 250 years and as I said, this is it is an affront. It is an insult to America. It is worse than that. They are literally pissing on the graves of, of all those people. And 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 for the worst reasons possible, not because of even incompetence would be bad enough. But it is, it is no doubt that Joe Biden and his handlers and everybody else, as we have talked about this many, many times before, sees their mission as uh, because of their Jew hatred and their Israel hatred, for whatever reasons, wants to supplant the state of Israel with uh, the the Islamic Republic uh, malocracy of Iran as the power within the Middle East whether Israel is uh, is shunted down a notch or even obliterated from the face of the uh, from the face of the earth they could care less so long as as uh, Iran is number 1 and it is absolute insanity so right there you have to question Joe Biden's motives or what uh, what is he going to do how is he going to strike Iran when he's trying to literally uh, you know, fillet them in public to give them an atomic bomb and all sorts of millions of dollars to be their friends. And the Iranians are just laughing at us because they know he's caught between, uh, no, no pun intended, a rock and a hard place. I mean, you know, all of these things are are, are, are just, you know, because of his his ideology and, and his, his greed, and especially in the time of an election when the when his electoral prospects are fading very, very rapidly, even from the from the solid Democrat blocks within his base. Uh, this just puts American servicemen in complete and uh, danger, not only in the Middle East, but anywhere in the world, because Joe Biden is a feckless mother and he can't do a damn thing about it because he doesn't want to do a damn thing about it. Plus, on top of that, you have a Defense Department whose primary goal and uh, and enemies they see is global warming and white supremacists in the United States. Well, let's Two not wait, wait, wait a second. Countries. Let's not pretend. Let's not pretend that Joe Biden. I mean, I, I use the word I use the phrase Joe Biden as a placeholder. For, yes. Uh, the for the third term of the Obama administration, and this is the the fundamental transformation of America that Obama wanted, and not just Obama, the people that uh, ha have surrounded Obama and used him as a vessel into which they pour their virulent anti-American, anti-Western, anti-Jew, anti-Israel sensibilities. The um, Joe Biden is uh, rapidly progressing toward dementia. The man can barely walk. The man can barely talk. Uh, I'm I doubt very, very much that he has much of a handle on anything that is going on. And I am 100 percent certain that he is not making the decisions that are that are emanating from from our White House. That is 
what is that is why this this man that uh, he just appointed is so dangerous because it's those kinds of people who are making the decisions and not the chief executive of the United States. Points well taken. I I, uh, I absolutely, and it's, I'm glad you you brought that up. It is in fact a, a, a you know Obama and and his uh, company or, or compatriots there. The fact of the matter is, if you examine, I think I don't know Front Page Mag or somebody did an article about it. Maybe it was Daniel Greenfield. Literally, the top. 40 or 50 um, people in positions of power within the Biden, quote unquote, administration are all Obama holdovers, all of them. Everyone from, uh, you know, the only people that are not there publicly are like Susan Rice and Valerie, ja- Valerie Jarrett. But people like Samantha Power are there. You know, uh, John Kerry is or was there. This guy, this asshole, Robert Malley, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sullivan, uh, Dan Sullivan, I think uh, all all of these people are all Obama retreads. So it is the, the third term of, of Barack Obama. Absolutely. And they are hell bent to destroy America and promote America's enemies because of some twisted ideology that 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 we're we're horrible and we, we are the cause of all the trouble in the world, regardless of the fact and, and irrespective of their ignoring of history and what exactly Islam is all about and what it'll mean to us should Iran and a global caliphate come to be. It's, oh no no no! They know exactly what's going to happen. They, well, these these are people who are comfortable with the idea of Israel being nuked. Let, let's let's not pretend they they are have been pushing for the last fifteen years. Uh, yeah, let's say twelve years. What's that? Yeah, about that. About twelve years. Yeah, about twelve years for a Iranian nuclear device. Uh, they're damn close. They've they've enriched enough uranium so that they can just pop it into centrifuges and go from, I think, 60 percent to what, 90 plus percent, which is required for a, uh, a fission device in a matter of weeks. So th- the the reality is that that Iran will have the fissionable material necessary for nuclear devices. The question is, uh, do they have the delivery systems? Do they have the technology to build those bombs? And the answer is yes. Iran is not filled with 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 drooling idiots who are who are fixated on one thing like uh, like Hamas, for instance. Um, they they have uh, significant engineering. They have significant uh, physics. They have significant chemistry departments in, in their universities. These are not hacks. They will build one if the United States allows it. And right now, the United States is allowing it. Well, the question is, will the Israelis allow it? And Israel has said that there is no way they will ever allow Iran to become a, a nuclear power because to do that is, means the, the death of Israel. So what Israel can do, uh, minus the United States, is the question. And as I think I mentioned on a previous podcast, we all know Obama maybe however many years ago because of his utter hatred, hatred of Israel and, and Bibi Netanyahu, there was a plan afoot within Israel to use Azerbaijan across, the, if people know their geography, across the Caspian Sea to, to attack Iranian facilities from the north and seemingly from out of nowhere. They wouldn't have known about it. But the, the, the Obama State Department, and I'm sure at the behest of Obama with his approval, literally spilled the beans to the Iranians about it. And that plan and that, that avenue of attack, which could have helped uh, Israel be deliver that much more of an effective attack, has been taken off, off the, uh, the chessboard, so to speak. So this is just, uh, you know, it, it, it's madness in the extreme. And now all of a sudden you have, you know, people just baying for blood. Let's go after Iran. Let's bomb them. And while I agree with you, CBD, we should be responding to Iran. 
you know, we're just not in the uh, militarily in the position to fight them. And if we fight them, if we literally go to official war with Iran, it's going to bring in the Russians. It's going to bring in the Chinese, bring in the Chinese and all hell is going to break loose. Now, that said, I think there are things we can do uh, short of an all out general war to, to really cripple them. Like for once, literally sinking the entire Iranian Navy and any asset they have in the Red Sea to prevent them from fucking with our shipping, which should have been done weeks ago with the first Houthi attack. But again, Iran, uh, rather uh, Biden and, and, and to say him or his team or whoever is pulling his strings, they're really caught in a kind of a pickle because they can't attack Iran because they're trying to appease Iran at the same time. Well, that's and that's this, the issue, right? It's not it has nothing to do with our military, uh, our lack of military readiness. Um, the, the fact remains that we can attack Iran. We can we can blow up their their oil uh, um, where where the hell is it? You know something? I apologize, folks. Uh, it's the what, gas refining, which is their yeah. big uh, oil shipping facility. Um, oh, it's so uh, what? Is, yeah, it's uh, it's well, it's in the Shah Arab, isn't it? It's like like the uh, yeah, one of those. Car, we can blow car, that up. Um, Carb Island, you know, I believe. Yeah, we we can we can beat the snot out of the Houthis. We can beat the snot out of their their proxies in Syria and Lebanon, uh, and and perhaps even in Iraq. Um, that that's not really an issue. That can be done. Uh, rather effectively in an, and in a couple of days, maybe a week, using air power alone. Um, that's not the issue. The issue is the the will to do it. And there is no, as you pointed out, there is no will to do it because we do not want to attack Iran. Now, the the drumbeat in from the the neocons and the uh, the globalists who simply want their their uh, tech and defense stocks to to rise on the stock market for a uh, general war against Iran is obscene in its own right. We do not yeah. need to do that. And again, uh, whether or not we have the the military capacity right now to do it is secondary. We shouldn't do that. There are there are means far far short of a war with Iran, with which we can change the direction of of Iran's intransigence. We can we can force them to to back down, and we can do that easily. You're correct. And but the thing is, that even by not doing this, it makes the situation that much more dangerous because now we have Mr. Xi in uh, Beijing going, oh, if Biden's not going to do this when his, uh, when his uh, troops are attacked, what is he going to do when we uh, decide to, to pull on a pull off a full scale invasion of Taiwan? And then all of a sudden, well, you know, you know all bets are off. And then, you know, it's just it, then then he's going to be forced what, to defending Taiwan. Then if he doesn't defend Taiwan, it's just we're just you know, this this is what happens when. Uh, when insanity rules the day, whether it's in the State Department or in the Oval Office. And believe me, we've had administrations in the past that literally didn't know necessarily have the, the brightest bulbs on the tree, so to speak. But the people that are running this government right now are just completely bereft of any sort of sanity and common sense. And they have put themselves in a position where they're just they're it's the world is going to explode at, at any moment. And, and just it's it's and the poor people, I feel so bad for the good and decent people of a low of, you know, the lower military ranks who are serving in our armed forces who have to be literal cannon fodder for this fucking stupidity. That that to me is the, the lowest, most disgusting thing of all. Well, that's that's why uh, people, you know, far, far, far fewer people are enlisting in the United States armed forces than they were uh, just a few years ago. And the reason is obvious. Why should they? What be of what benefit is it to the United States for these people to enlist? They they'll be lectured about uh, about how best to to wear uh, four four inch pumps 
um, as they, you know, as they prance about. Uh, and and they'll be, as you say, can, cannon fodder for Iranian proxies to to murder them all across the world. It, it's simply not it, it's it's not tenable. We, we shouldn't they shouldn't do it. And we shouldn't we shouldn't push them to do it. Again, you know, it's it's sort of you know, and this is also part and parcel of uh, of Mr. Mr. Obama's uh, fundamental transformation that is destruction of the United States. Every institution that is that is traditionally uh, seen as uh, emblematic of America, of American excellence and, and decency, has been destroyed and or degraded to such an extent that it's that it's become a far that's become a farce. And uh, just like you know, you know, professional sports. Unfortunately, uh, parts of the church and, and, you know, the Jewish faith and other faiths have become taken over by leftists. The same thing has been done to, to, the, to the military. And uh, what they'll do is they'll destroy our armed forces and weaken us to such an extent just by the virtue of by putting, you know, sort of stooges in, in, the, in the top ranks and the top echelons like this brown character in the U.S. Air Force or Lloyd Austin or or Vanilli Millie and, you know, who, who hate America. And it'll just dissuade people from joining the armed forces. And so they'll they'll destroy the armed forces without even, you know, without necessarily even, quote unquote, firing a shot just by by disincentivizing people from joining them. It's insidious. It is insidious. So let's yeah. let's move on to something uh, domestically insidious, although yes. uh, comically insidious too. And that is a uh, oh boy, uh, Harvard's chief di- uh, oh chief diversity officer. That is, uh, that's correct. Um, has been discovered plagiarizing uh, claim credit for her husband's work. So this is the second uh, highly ranked uh, Harvard official who is a cheat and a thief. And I think it's just delightful. I think it's emblematic of, of, the, of the collapse of higher education in the United States. I think it's, a, it's emblematic of the DEI initiatives that have, that have consumed higher education in the United States. And this is what they get. And I'm, it, you know, it couldn't, it, it couldn't happen to a better school. I'm just so happy that Harvard is, is having to tolerate one more scandal. It's delightful. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sure everybody in the audience out there can see our Claude Rains shocked face over this. Yeah. I'm shocked. Another person, you know, and, and I, I wrote this and I think you wrote it. And, I mean, look, you don't have to be freaking, uh, you know, Nostradamus to have predicted this. But Claudine, Claudine Gay was no was no one off. I mean, if you scratch the surface, probably a good chunk of percentage of the people who work at any of these universities, whether in the professoriate or in the uh, administrative uh, roles, I'm sure are just as much hacks and plagiarists and have zero credentials for doing their job, other than that they are most importantly hardcore cadres of Marxism, or they uh, check off a box, whether it's uh, racially or sexually or, or, or you name it. And that's all it is. I mean, I mean, it's they just they hire their own. I mean, competence, who, who needs competence when you have, uh, you know, when you can have someone who's black, female, lesbian, transsexual, midget, uh, Martian, or, or you name the the uh, the displaced person du jour that is not white and Christian and and forgetting forgetting even that just competent. I mean, I forgot the woman that Claudine Gay plagiarized, Stacy, someone or other. I mean, the woman was black and she was a woman. So why couldn't Harvard have hired her to be the president? I guess she wasn't uh, left wing enough, I suppose. CBD. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> you and your goddamn mute button. <laughs> I know. I, you know, I, I, I have to drink coffee. I got to blow my nose. You know, 
think you are Don Imus? We think you are Don Imus? No, I I agree. The reason the reason why she didn't uh, become the uh, president of Harvard is because she was red pilled and that she she wasn't a, a reliable leftist. Exactly. You know, but, but speaking of DEI, there um, a uh, commenter on Ace of Spades has sent me a, a very interesting and, and quite disturbing article about the um, the FAA and how they have morphed from a a pretty significantly logical uh, government organization to one that is. I mean, uh, trying really, really hard to destroy itself by shifting from um, essentially uh, objective tests for um, air traffic controller positions to DEI. They're going for uh, biographical data to to choose people to become air traffic controllers, and they used to test them. Well, gee, folks, what's going to happen next? Does anybody know? Yeah. Kaboom. Uh, exactly. I, I'm, I'm, Kaboom. This is this is related to it. I don't know if whoever the commenter was who sent you the article about that, but there was an incident, I think, maybe a couple of weeks ago. I forgot which airport. And uh, there was some pretty, you know, pretty intense traffic over the field. And a, and a uh, the pilot was was you know wanting clearance to land at a certain on a certain runway. And the air traffic controller, who was a DEI candidate, no doubt, was basically telling him, no, you can't do that. And the guy was pleading with, look, there's an airplane. I'm about to crash into another airplane. I'm requesting permission to land somewhere else. And he was questioning the the, um, the landing procedure. I forgot what the technical jargon was. And this woman, who was the controller, said, well, look, we're not going to do that. I just Googled it, and you can't do it. I'm going, oh, my freaking <laughs> Lord. And it's just, you know, you this is, you know, this is disaster. This is absolute disaster. We are, I mean, Trofim Lysenko is literally rolling in his grave, laughing his ass off over this because we're, we're just doing things based on not on competence, but on political considerations. And we're, we're, this is, you know, damn it. If an Iranian nuke doesn't take us out, this is going to, this is going to be the, the, the suicide of our, of our culture and our country. Oh yeah. Let's, let's find a, uh, a happy topic to discuss. Anybody, anybody? Uh, I can't think of anything. Well, uh, Ann, Coulter, gonna... Ann Coulter yes. wrote a uh, a very interesting article um, over at your uh, new gig. Um, have you, yeah, she wrote, uh, if people don't realize what I'm talking about, um, Sefton is now writing over at Takis Magazine, which is a, a solid place. Uh, it's absolutely worth a, um, a, a trip over there. Uh, it's called TakiMag.com. Anyway. Um, we'll move into oh, it, yeah. Yeah, uh, Coulter wrote um, an interesting article, and again, I can't confirm the data that she uses. That she uses, yeah. Um, she talks about how the next, the title is "The Next Million Fentanyl Deaths Are on You, New Hampshire," and she's she's criticizing Nikki Haley, which is always a good thing. But her point is that China is no longer the source of the fentanyl that is killing Americans. Now. She claims that uh, not only have they stopped making fentanyl and shipping it to the United States, they have stopped making the precursors and shipping it to the United States or shipping it to Mexico um, where it is made into fentanyl. Now, again, this is uh, Ann Coulter. So who the hell knows? But it's an interesting article, and I think it's worth reading. Yeah, I don't I mean, I, look. The, the the Chinese, uh, this is yet another one of their, uh, as if they needed to take us down. They, they, they could just sit back and let our own Marxists take us down from within, but it's another story. Um, yet Ch China has been sending fentanyl here by the ton. 
And literally you get these reports that, you know, uh, whatever, 50 pounds of it is enough to kill every man, woman and child in the United States like 10 times over. And the vast majority of this crap, the, the issue is whether or not the Chinese are making it or are not making it or the precursors or the whole thing or the, whatever it is. A vast majority of it, they know, is coming through the southern border because there is no southern border. And, you know, whatever they catch, whatever the Border Patrol just happens to come upon is just a drop in the ocean compared to whatever else is slipping through. That's exactly the point. No, you're 100 percent correct. It doesn't fucking matter if China is making it or Mexico is making it or India is making it or uh, or Bangladesh is making it. I simply don't care. The fact remains, as you've just pointed out, it's coming across our unguarded southern border. Who was responsible for the fentanyl epidemic in the United States? Joseph Robinette Biden. It's him. It's nobody else. Well, as you say before, it's uh, Obama and Jarrett and uh, Susan Rice and everybody else. Okay, yeah, I stand corrected. (laughs) But again, it's you know we're laughing at this, but it's laughing in the face of of mass death because that's what this is. If if forget about uh, you know all of these things is are dissolution. I mean, hooking Americans on on the or killing them on these powerful drugs. Uh, you know, the, the whole, you know, transsexual perversion nonsense, the whole uh, anti-American nonsense, uh, terror, everything is all sort of one vast war against America on multiple, multiple fronts. And China itself claims that, you know, that in the sense that they are, that is their strategy is not necessarily a military confrontation directly, but by attacking us from within and on multiple fronts culturally and politically. And this is exactly what they're doing. And this is just only one small part of it. And it's pretty damn nasty. But uh, again, without a border, without immigration controls, without any of these things, we're just we're sitting ducks and we're just inviting ourselves to be to be taken out uh, eventually from from within. That's that's exactly what is happening. You know, the fentanyl crisis um, is uh, I'm of two minds about it. One, obviously, the 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 wide open uh, southern border is a huge problem. Um, But. Another part of me says, well, you know, you want to kill yourself with with opioids? Have at it. I mean, why why is it my problem? Um, so uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, something I, I agree with you, but I, I mean, I, I can I can sort of take a devil's advocate position. It's not really disagreeing with you, but it's not that I look. This is the whole notion of personal responsibility. And that doesn't mean I'm, I'm in favor of, of uh, legalizing fentanyl, let alone marijuana. But the problem is we have destroyed our culture and destroyed uh, any sense of morality and self-control and self-respect and ethics uh, since the 1950s when the, the, you know, the, what you want to call it a cultural revolution since the hippies and feminism and all this stuff and, and the sexual revolution and every other revolution destroyed our morality, our ethics, our sense of personal responsibility and the nuclear family and so on and so forth so we have a nation of freaking you know zombies who, who just smoke dope like it's nothing you know it's it's you know somebody once said maybe it was george bernard shaw who himself was a progressive but in any event he said uh, where anything goes soon everything goes and so this is just you know yeah we I, again if somebody wants to do that to themselves look it's their it's their problem but it is unfortunately a signpost that we are a very sick and dying culture. And if we don't get our fucking act together, uh, this alone is going to take us out. Yeah, I think I think that's a very important point. Uh, we used to keep perversion in the closet, uh, and I'm not talking about homosexuality. I'm talking about the the 
antisocial behaviors um, that we, we, you know, everyone knows that these things happen, but let's not celebrate them. But we have our country has morphed in a matter of perhaps 20 years from a, from a country that did have some sense of morality to a country that is celebrating the amoral. And that is what is most troubling. Um, yeah, there was, yeah, there was there was actually an article. I think it was last week, and it was a troubling statistic that now a very large majority of young people, you know, and I'm, and again, I don't care what your religion is or whatever it is, uh, they no longer they no longer go to church. They no longer have an, a religious affiliation. I'm not saying that religion is the answer to our problems, but what I'm saying is, if a religion is when it's when you know when when people aren't demagogues is a source. It is the source over however many thousand years of our morals, our ethics, uh, the advancement of Judeo-Christian and Western civilization. That is the bedrock on which it was built, whether people want to admit that or not. And to destroy that is to destroy everything. And certainly Karl Marx and Lenin knew that. And that's why we're, that's why we have people overdosing on fentanyl and, uh, you know, and uh, addicted to pornography and wanting to, uh, you know, wanting to become uh, homosexual perverts and, and uh, rape children. That, that's that's what it's all about. That's well, where it comes that, from. That's, that's my point. It has gone, you know, 20 years ago. You, okay, so you want to get high with your wife on Saturday nights. Fine. Let's not talk about it. Uh, yeah, that's private. Now, oh, my God. I mean, I live in New Jersey, and I, there are, uh, what do they call them, dispensaries. There are pot dispensaries being built all over the place. I drove uh, about – I took a 20-minute drive yesterday – and there were three pot dispensaries, uh, either uh, built and functioning or being built. One, two, three. No, actually, there are four. Sorry about that. Uh, and, you know, uh, do we really want an entire country that is high as a kite? No, I don't think so. And, and, and your point about uh, a, a, it's essentially Judeo-Christian morality is you don't have to accept Judaism. And you don't have to accept Christianity. But you – but a moral country accepts the structures that those two religions have have provided us for a moral life and Absolutely. yeah and, and you're right starting in the late 50s early 60s the the drive on the left to destroy that morality to destroy the link between judeo christian society and a moral society has been has accelerated really I mean, I, I I can't imagine it getting even worse. But of course, that's silly because tomorrow it will be worse. I mean, if you, exactly. I mean, I mean, just the, the the fact of the matter that if I if I put out there right now or just state 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 the phrase uh, "drag queen story hour," um, you know, you're kind of inured to it. It doesn't. It sort of bounces off your skin. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It's mean. It's a meaningless thing. But when you think about it and put yourself in, in a position even ten years ago. If somebody said uh, drag queens were going to be in in public libraries reading stories to toddlers and having them on their knee, your your, your head would explode. But that's where we are now. And that's where all of this has led. I mean, it's as we said before, the the normalization. One of these days, there's going to be a push to to normalize and and decriminalize pedophilia. It's happening. It's it's happening right now. And it's going to happen sooner or later. And, And this is just. 
This is the direct result of all of this crap. Uh, as far as pot goes, pot is not a harmless, as everybody tries to think, it's, it's, it's harmless. It does have effects on, on your brain in long term that are more dangerous, in fact, than, than things like alcohol and so on and so forth. But even beyond that, the hypocrisy and the craziness of we spent 50 years trying to destroy the tobacco industry, and here we are, we're promoting pot so that you can inhale that weed into your lungs as if that doesn't cause cancer. I mean, you just, you just kind of want to stick your head in an oven and, and turn the gas on, but uh, we won't have gas ovens because we'll have to uh, broil ourselves to death. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that fucking cheerful note. <laughs> yeah. All, All right, folks. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> I've got places to go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of a depressing day. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the headlines right now, and I see nothing even uh, remotely edifying. Um, yeah. I don't know. But, you know, your, your point about uh, about pedophilia, I think that is where the left overstepped. And I've mentioned this over and over again in both my writing at Ace of Spades and, and at Cut Jib Newsletter and on this podcast. Um, but that's when the people of America, the the you know, the the quiet majority, hopefully majority um, said, wait a second, I don't want you to teach my six year old about sex. Maybe you should get the fuck out of my school and go pedal your paper someplace else. Um, that was there. That's where they overstepped. And I think that is the that has been the catalyst over the last couple of years for the beginning of a pushback against uh, woke culture, against DEI, against the normalization of of many, many, many things in addition to pedophilia. Um, and I, I, oh, yeah. I what's that? Yeah. No, I'm saying I, I agree with you. I think there yeah, is there it, is a backlash brewing. And- yeah, and I, and I think that's where that if in 20 years our country survives, I think that's what we can look. We'll be able to look back at and say that's where the left made a mistake. Absolutely, absolutely. It is. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 you've got me speechless. I don't know what the hell to say other than, other than to say, uh, you know, farewell and uh, look for CBD and me both on uh, Cut Jib Newsletter and Ace of Spades. I'm on Tacky Mag coming up on uh, Wednesday or Thursday with a new article. So for CBD, uh, it's JJ Sefton here for the Cut Jib Newsletter Radio Network. Uh, we'll be back uh, over the weekend, hopefully with a special guest. Uh, and until then, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for hitting the tip jar it really helps and we will see you uh, over the weekend thanks for listening folks 